0: Welcome back for another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast. I'm your host Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner Joe Serrera. Joe, it is round three of the playoffs, and our teams uh, from the HS Extra region are starting to dwindle. Uh, we only have three games this week. We'll start off with number three Ragsdale at number two East Precythe in the 4A West. Uh, this is two triad teams going at it. These are two teams used to see each other on an annual basis when they were in the same conference.
1: Yeah. They were both in the uh, Piedmont triad 4 a, at one point, uh, Two, two teams that are uh, both playing very good football right now. Uh, Ragsdale's score last week against Mooresville was a little closer than it maybe should have been. Uh, Mooresville with two fumble returns for touchdowns, and that's not the kind of mistakes that Ragsdale can afford to make as they go over to uh, Freddie Lewis Stadium. Uh, the Nest over in Kernersville to play last year's 2 uh, 4A State championies for Scythe. Uh, it's kind of interesting in, in 4A West in general, we've got Four teams from two conferences, the Metro 4A, the Central Piedmont 4A, and no matter what happens in these two semifinals, the regional championship game is going to be a rematch of a regular season game, just the way this all shook out. Uh, These teams do see a lot of each other. Uh, This is as far as Ragsdale's gone in the playoffs since 2009, uh, but I think it's going to take an awful lot for the Tigers as well as they've been playing to go over to East Forsyth and come away with a win. Uh, This is a team, an East Forsyth team that's averaging almost 39 points per game. They've really picked it up in the playoffs. It seems like now that they're healthy again, or as healthy as you're going to get at this point in the season, uh, Coach Todd Willard's Eagles are playing really good football. This is a team that's got six runners with at least 225 yards on the ground. Uh, Amani Marshall, maybe the best of the bunch, Uh, missed some time with a shoulder injury, but he's back and playing. And in his absence since Robin Smith went over 1,000 yards. So this is a team that can run the ball, can control the clock, and they've also got a quarterback in Ty Lyles, who was your state championship game MVP last year who can throw the ball, who can run it. They were a very, very hard team to defend. And from a Ragsdale standpoint, talking about injuries, in the second round of the playoffs, they were down to uh, moving uh, senior Devin Boykin, Coach Johnny Boykin's son, who's going to be a cornerback at the next level at NC State, but has played quarterback and receiver during his career. They had to move him to tailback, and he responded with over 200 yards and a couple of touchdowns. So uh, that's how thin they are at the tailback position because of injuries but uh, Devin Boykin can make things happen no matter where he's touching the ball, whether it's kick returns, interception returns, uh, receiver, runner. He's a guy that East Forsyth is definitely going to have to look to contain. And Alston Hooker, Ragsdale's quarterback, has really kind of come into his own later in the season for the Tigers after transferring over from Dudley uh, at the end of the last school year. Uh, he's really settled in, looked comfortable, had a great game against Grimsley when uh, the Tigers went over to Jamison Stadium and nearly pulled off an upset. He threw four touchdown passes in that game. He just looks like a really calm, solid presence for them at quarterback, can throw the ball, can run it a little more than he did at Dudley. This should be a good game, but I just don't see, I don't know how you are looking at this one, Spencer, but I just don't see East Forsyth not coming away with the win and getting back to the regional final because of the home field advantage and just the the sheer talent on that roster.
0: Yeah, I I don't see it either. I think it's been a great year for Ragsdale, especially down the stretch. Uh, This Tiger squad figured things out. Uh, gave Grimsley a run for their money uh, at Senior Day over at Jameson Stadium. Uh, this is a squad that that has played very hard for Coach Boykin um, and is starting to gain back some of that magic that they saw when uh, Tony Baker was the running back. But uh, this is this I, I think is going to be just a little bit too much for them. Uh, to, to get over that hump and, and head into uh, the regional final. Uh, but uh, we mentioned Grimsley. Let's go ahead and discuss them here really quickly. Uh, the Whirlies, uh, this is a, a team that is going to see another triad team, the other school from Kernersville, uh, Kernersville Glen, uh, uh, which on the defensive side of things has a few real studs.
1: Yeah, you got to start when you talk about that defense with uh, a junior uh, defensive end, Javari Ritzy. I mean, he's he's got a lot of ACC and SEC offers 6'5, 245, 250 defensive end. Uh, he plays with a high motor. He's got a lot of ability. Uh, earlier this season, I kind of compared him to uh, kind of KJ Henry Light in a reference to the former West Forsyth defensive end who's down at Clemson now. He's got that kind of ability, maybe not quite at KJ Henry's level, but a very talented kid, a kid who plays hard, a kid who is very disruptive off the edge, uh, on whether it's a run play, a pass play, whatever it is. Desmond Morgan, a defensive tackle, is a, is a a solid player, makes a lot of big plays for them. It's interesting to see this Glenn team and this Glenn program and how they've evolved over the last few years. Coach Antoine Stevenson a few years ago when he had Stephon Brown, a quarterback, uh, and had some, some really quick... Uh, uh, receivers they, they were throwing the ball all over the lot. They were trying to outscore you in every game. It was uh, basketball on turf. It was uh, just almost like arena football. They've turned into a defensive team. You, you need no look no further than how they got to this game, this regional semifinal. A 12-11 win over Harrisburg-Hickory Ridge, the number four seed. They've become a defensive team. Uh, they run the ball better than they used to. They've got Montarius Godfrey, former High Point Central tailback there Uh, their quarterback Camden Coleman can run it throw it a little bit you know this is a different kind of Glenn team that we're used to seeing and this may be a Glenn team that's better suited to playoff football because of that ability to play defense and that ability to run the football a little bit but they're going against a tough Grimsley team a team that was a little shaky at times in its first playoff game this year came away with a win over Indian Trail Porter Ridge a good program but uh I just can't see this Grimsley team, the way they're built for playoff football with two very good runners in quarterback Chris Ellis and running back Quan Nora. Zellis also a very good passer. He's over 1,000 yards passing and rushing. The emergence of uh, the junior tight end this year, Lawson Albright as a, as a threat, uh, blocking receiving, doing a lot of different things for that team and starting to build some Power 5 scholarship offers. I just don't see that Grimsley team letting the opportunity to get the regional final back at Jamison Stadium this year against an East Versailles team that beat them 21-20 on that same field because of a blocked extra point. I don't see Grimsley letting that opportunity slip away, even against a very good Glenn team. What's your take on that one, Spencer?
0: Yeah, I think that Grimsley is... Probably going to get the job done. This is a team that can control time of possession. Uh, anytime you have Quan Nora, who can just run the ball down anybody's throat, really, um, uh, you're able to control the clock, which is important in playoff football. I do think they probably need to get Lawson Albright involved a little bit more. Uh, there is nobody who's a worse mismatch for people uh, than him. Pretty much in the state. I mean, at, at six foot five, six foot six, almost 230 pounds. Uh, This is a a young man who uh, has already brought in a few Power 5 offers. Uh, There are a few more from some really big names that uh, are are probably coming in here in the next couple of weeks. Um, They need to start working him into the offense a a little bit more. I think that uh, you'll start to see Grimsley pull away a little bit um, from some teams if, if they can find him near the end zone.
1: He he's a talent, no question. And you know this is this is the kind of game that Grimsley needs to kind of cement that status of they've they've turned this program around. We know that, but getting to a regional final this year with two key seniors, Chris Ellis and Quan Nora, that would be a great way for those kids to go out. And then hey, you know you've got a shot at an East Forsyth team that you you maybe should have beaten during the regular season for birth in the state championship game. Going into the season as optimistic as Grimsley folks were, I. think this is this is as good a scenario as they could have expected
0: Uh, for sure and then the final game will be two teams that are very familiar with each other Brevard and Reidsville. Yeah,
1: it's. I've got a little note in, in uh, Coming in Friday's paper about Reidsville on a familiar road. Uh, last year, uh, they had to uh, play Burnsville Mountain Heritage in the regional semifinal, and they rallied to beat uh, Brevard 24-21 in the regional final on their way to yet another state title for the football capital of North Carolina. This year, it's Brevard in the regional semifinal, and if reedsville rams win they're probably going to have to go to burnsville mountain heritage for the regional final so teams they're very familiar with brevard does not throw the ball much. They are a ground-oriented team. They want to run the ball and play defense. They're giving up uh, less than 11 points per game on defense. So they are another team that's kind of built for playoff football. They want to play defense. They want to control the clock, especially at community stadium in Reidsville. That's probably the recipe for success going in there. Although the one loss this year for the Rams was at home. It was in a wild shootout with East Surrey, the number one seed in uh, Class 1A West, an unbeaten team, 55-49. I think Grimsley. Grimsley Readsville has gotten its defensive act together since then. They've been playing better defense. That's the kind of thing they're going to need in the playoffs. This is a Readsville team that can score points on anyone. Uh, they are. They are rolling up the offense this year. Even by Reidsville RAM standards, this is an explosive offensive team. All you need to know is that the quarterback junior, Kyle Penix, has 41 touchdown passes this year. That is only four off the school record for a single season, and that's a storied program. If he throws four more touchdown passes in this game or... Potentially two after that, he'll be the single-season leader in touchdown passes for a program like Reed's That says a lot. But they're not just a passing team. Lionel Long, who was a breakout running back last year down the stretch in the playoffs, had a great state championship game. Uh, he's, he's taken over this year in limited duty. He's over 1,200 yards on the ground, 27 rushing touchdowns, uh, another five touchdowns receiving. They've got maybe the, one of the best receiving cores in the state. Breon Pass is part of that group. DeMontes Canada is part of that group. Alden Edwards, a transfer from Cummings, is a part of that group. Colby Johnson, who leads the team with four interceptions, is part of that group. This is a very talented Reidsville team. Uh, I think they get past Brevard. The hard part after that is more than likely a road game, a trip to uh, Burnsville Mountain Heritage. They didn't have to go on the road last year because Randleman was the top seed in their region and got knocked off earlier. So we'll we'll see what happens, but uh, I would never bet against the Rams at home despite that loss to East Surrey during the regular season.
0: That'll do it for this edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. Make sure you stay tuned to HSExtra.com for all of your high school football playoff needs, and uh, we'll be back with you next week right here on HSExtra.com. Take care, everybody.